nothing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar is It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today with none other than Casey Smith and Jennifer Thomas, two CFPs from our Planning and Implementation Department at Hensler Financial. How are you guys? Doing good, Troy. How are you? Doing great. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to be here. You like how I said that? That was, yeah, <laughs> That's, uh, well done. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, well done, you say. I'm up saying that for the market, not so much this week, huh? No. Well, you know, it has its ups and downs. Yeah, into every life a little rain must fall. Is that what you're saying? That was Maybe. poetic. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's that's what I'm known for. I know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we've got the market down a little over 1% in the past week. Uh I mean, rising from the floor, we've got S&P 500 telecommunication services up 3.27% this week. Gives it a gives it a bump for the year above consumer staples, so telecom is no longer the no longer the, the dog. Right. Yeah. So it was uh, it's still down 7.6% year to date. Overall, the S&P 500 is positive for the year, 2.64%. Um, We've got uh, consumer discretionaries, the big winner, 11.36%. Information technology up 11%. Uh, the other end of the spectrum, staples. Yeah. How many times can we talk about what's going on in consumer staples? I mean, these uh, are the companies that when you see inflation rise, they can generally pass uh, their input increases, the, the rise in price of the products, their raw materials, if you will, right? Uh, they can pass them through quicker to the consumer, and yet here we are, inflation at 2.8%, as we learned the 12th of June, and consumer staples down 8.33%. Now, for the week, they were up uh, 84 basis points, 0.84%. Yeah, if you look at this week, it almost, I mean, this would be a stereotypical recessionary type of week. I mean, sure, the, yeah. the leading companies, telecom, utilities, energy, right. real estate, consumer staples. Um, yeah, yeah, with information technology, the absolute, absolute laggard. Bottom, bottom. So yeah, uh, we've seen a reversal of what we've seen for the past you know, few months, I guess, or yeah. even yeah, the longer. market was down overall for the week. It so, was. You know, it, uh, this actually makes sense to me. Right. Uh, the, the past week's returns, they, you know, like them or not, they do uh they do seem There's to some, make some logic behind it right yep uh you got companies that uh pay dividends rising a little bit um those that uh you know utilities who's going to turn the lights off because you have a recession i mean you're still going to live you're still going to uh use your telephone you're still going to spend your money on gas i don't know about y'all but the lights in my house went off just without my control last night Oh, is that uh, that's, <laughs> that's got to be weather-related, though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, you so, forgot to pay your bill. Well, that <laughs> that hasn't happened <laughs> yet. But. Well, that'd be embarrassing. You call the, call the power company and say, lights are off at my house. And they say, yep. <laughs> yeah, we did they'd, that. They'd be, they'd be off at hours, too, if we left the power on and you don't pay your bill. Yeah. All right, so uh, we do have quite a bit of information uh, as far as the economy goes on the week. New home sales came in uh, to the upside for May. They were led by... Strong increase in purchases in the South. Sales increased 6.7% from the revised April total, and they're up 14.1% from May of 2017, so a year ago. Um, You're starting to see a little bit of a tightening in the market. Uh, It was still the same story, though, for new home sales at least. Not much inventory. So, um, you know, that's that's still got to be the big thing that's driving is a lack of inventory. Uh, We saw home prices, existing home price appreciation, decelerated slightly. doesn't mean it wasn't positive. It's just not growing as fast. Uh, The 20-city index dropped 6.6 in April, dropped 2, I'm sorry, dropped 2, 6.6% in April, down from 6.7% higher in uh, the previous month in March. Uh, And there is two months lag on this. You did hear that right. This was... uh, uh, April numbers, and we're just getting them. It's June. Right. Uh, the 10-city composite declined to 6.2%. Now, it didn't really decline. It just decelerated. So it's a slowing in growth. Yeah. want to make sure that's clear. Uh, overall, you know, the housing picture is still relatively solid. Not much to, to worry about there. Consumer confidence, this is one that... Uh, uh, we'll get uh, numbers from this usually a couple of times a month. Um, consumer confidence dipped 2.4 points in June, falling falling to 126.4 uh, as consumer expectations fell to their lowest level since December. There's uh, two aspects to this, present situation and then expectations. Uh, present situation uh, was rated favorably, but it uh, faltered uh, at on uh, negative business news and uh, income expectations pulled down the consumer confidence. So, so what do you think is driving that? Is that tariff-related, too? It might be. I mean, when you inundate people with specific news about things that are going on in the market, it could even be, you know, we've had lots of immigration news lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to say exactly what is going to drive consumer sentiment, but, um you know, the, the tariffs are all over in the news, right? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the tariffs for a second. Uh, we just sure. we just had a little meeting uh, where you informed us of some information about the tariffs and yeah. thinking that they may not be as impactful as everybody is making it out to be. Right. Uh, well, there's a couple of things. And I've said this, uh, you know, since we started hearing the first um, rumblings of potential tariffs. Number one, I still believe that it's a... It's a negotiation tactic that right. Trump is using to try to, to get tariffs lowered. But uh, one of the one of the major um, television sources for for uh, information news, CNBC, uh, had a guy on this week, and, and he was talking about the fact that, um, that while we're all focused on this, it seems that China is probably less in the driver's seat in this case, mm-hmm. uh, being that we really don't sell them very much. Uh, Probably the biggest thing is some of the agricultural goods, and one of them is pork. Uh, But if they have looked to see just exactly what might happen, and 
As it turns out, it looks as if uh, the U.S. could still, the U.S. pork producers could still sell goods to another country who could then turn around and sell them to China. The first sale to the other country would be tariff-free, and then the sale to China would also be without tariffs. Yeah, so, so they can create uh, they just sort get of a, a secondary roundabout. market. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kind of a loophole, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, all things considered, uh, we are the world's consumer. So if we start putting tariffs on the goods that you sell, you export from your economy to import into ours, then it might be a little more impactful. Uh, some of the things you've seen as far as uh, the the yuan or renminbi, it's called various things in various places, but the, China's currency, basically. Uh, over the past couple of weeks, we've seen a, a huge uh, devaluation, about 3.5%, which is pretty substantial yeah, a for, for, yeah, for a foreign currency. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have seen that change, so... Uh, you know, it's uh, this is really the the biggest reaction China is having uh, to our tariffs. Uh, the official, the first official tariff doesn't go into place until July 6th. Um, that being the case, it's you know there's still some time, but it's obviously surely the Chinese short. are not manipulating their currency. Oh, they've been <laughs> currency manipulators for many many years. They're good at it. They've got uh, here's the thing: you can, you got to have uh, Lots of other assets in order to to make your currency look kind of the way you want it to. And obviously, a a country that's a net exporter, it's beneficial to them to have a a cheaper currency than others. It makes their goods um, look relatively more attractive than, uh, you know, a country with a a stronger currency. So um, that's what they're doing. They're trying to to build it in. And, and I've noticed over the last, uh, you know, year to date, I think it is that, uh, um, the Shanghai composite looks to be down greater than 10% where, uh, you know, I just mentioned S and P 500 is year to date. Yeah. 2.6%. Yeah. So, so we're Almost halfway through the year, still showing positive on the S&P. Yeah. You guys still looking at a positive outlook for the remainder of the year? Uh, absolutely. I think we will finish the year probably, you know, the, the long-term average has been 105 a little better than 10.5% per year for a long time. Uh, I don't think we'll have a year like that, but it wouldn't be surprising to me to see um, – the S&P 500 to finish positive around 6 to 8% year to date, or in 2018 for yep. the total year. All right, guys, we'll uh, let's get toward a break. We'll uh, come right back and uh, have a dog of the week for you. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. 
Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.